0: Ladies and gentlemen, I got something here. Let's get to the real thing. Welcome to Leap of Faith, where every week we help you transform fear into opportunity. Here is your host, Sasha Carabut. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Leap of Faith. Today's episode of Thursday Truth is a bit of a brain buster, brain melter about you being able to get on top of some things like your finances, some some things like your own personal money management and start to detach from some of the shit that you think you need in your life and start to get real with um, the facts of what you actually need versus uh, what you are sold into believing that you need. I read this really harrowing um, statistic two days ago from the Commonwealth Bank. They released some data about the average Australian population and 50% of Australians, if presented with a $1,000 emergency bill, could not actually afford to pay it. 50%, one in two fucking people could not afford to pay a $1,000 emergency medical bill or something of of that nature. And that's fucking terrifying. And 30% of people, 30% of the Australian population could not come up with $500 $500 towards an emergency that is ballistic statistics and and just to put it in perspective guys like that level of inability to manage money or to create enough money can be changed okay if you're in a situation now where you're listening to this and you're like great awesome like that's me i just want you to understand that that also was me like i was the dude that, 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 that earned money from his construction job went out every single like the day that I got fucking paid and I would literally try and liquidate my bank account as quickly as possible with this like weird desire to prove myself, to make myself feel better, to make myself feel more significant, whatever the fuck it was. It was absolutely fucking ludicrous. And what happens is and what goes hand in hand with that kind of behavior is this ignorance kind of a a bias towards ignorance rather than facing the fears. It's kind of like you stick your head in the sand and you get a letter in the mail from like the ATO or you get a letter in the mail from like ASIC or you get a letter, letter in the mail from the bank or your accountant or someone important. And rather than like opening that and looking at that thing and you're like, what's the deal? What's what's actually going on here? Like, what do I need to do to fix it? You ignore it. And, and, and there's this part of you that thinks like it's going to fucking go away or it's going to vanish or the, the, the paper or the letter or the email is going to stop. Like you're dealing with like multi-billion dollar corporations that are built around extraction of money from individuals that try and evade paying bills like do you understand you just ignoring that and kicking the can down the road is not going to have any impact or it's not going to have any um, effect on that bill or whatever it is not being paid so i really want to drill into financial literacy and financial uh, ability here because it is a skill and it's a skill that you can learn and it's a game that you can play and it's a game that you can get better at so As I mentioned, I was the guy that like spent everything and some of what he earned all the time. And I would go out and try and impress people by buying sweet things, sweet shoes, uh, clothes, cars, everything, the whole thing. And it doesn't do anything. It genuinely doesn't do anything. I was saying this to uh, my sales team recently. I was like, money is extremely important and it's a motivator of mine. It's a measurement of growth. It's a measurement of like value that you can provide to your market. And I very much am associated with the connection of value exchange in uh, the, the the measurement kind of metric principle of money. So that's a, a very, very powerful tool. However, fundamentally and at a, at a kind of like core human level, the amount of attachment towards some form of like happiness placed on the realization of some potential future outcome related to money um, happening and you feeling happier because of it is an absolute illusion okay the, the feeling that i used to get living at home um at my dad's house and earning 700 a week uh, at a retail store packing and unpacking boxes all day is essentially like the feeling that you get from it is essentially very similar to earning tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands of thousands of dollars every month or every single week. It doesn't really have that much of a direct impact towards your happiness. Now, don't get me wrong. Take that away, right, entirely, and there'll be a very, very, very noticeable impact. But what I'm trying to get at with this is every single thing about you and your current self is malleable. If you don't like something about yourself, and I I really want to just focus on the financial aspect at the moment because it has such a cascading flow on effect towards your confidence, um, towards your feeling of security, towards your knowingness and trust, towards your ability to like see the matrix and see the code of what is actually going in around you, going on around you. And when you start to like pierce the veil of what is the truth with this fiat currency system, how it all works, all the details of it, like you'll be blown away and you'll start to understand things and you'll start to detach from some of the things that maybe are currently right now keeping you in this like death spiral. So what gets measured can be managed is probably the biggest principle, the biggest premise that I wanted to share with you in this uh, session today. Now, a big thing for me was uh, financial illiteracy or inability And so what I started doing to remedy that and start to actually create more uh, literacy and competence and understanding was to, first things first, measure everything that goes on inside and outside of my money situation so that I know exactly what is happening and what the correlations are. Like, okay, so this is what happens here. This is what causes income growth. This is what causes our income reduction expenses, um, these kinds of expenses and variable expenses. And then understanding all of those things and just seeing them and sitting there for like, a month, two months, three months, four months, six months, 12 months, and just constantly tracking and reporting, collecting data, gathering evidence, and seeing the fact, the truth. Like I said, the opposite of what is that, bury your head in the sand and wait for a time until you're rich or bury your head in the sand and wait for a time when the ATO stops sending you letters. Like it's not gonna happen. You know, It's your responsibility to take it upon yourself to fix the things in front of you and resolve the issues that are being presented to you because it is your obligation to do it. As I mentioned in yesterday's episode, if you are unhappy or not pleased with something in and around your life or your environment right now, it's simply a direct reflection of you. That's it. You create the experience that you have in the world, that's it. And if you're sitting there and you're like, man, I fucking hate my money situation. Damn, it sucks. Like it's really fucking bad. I live paycheck to paycheck and it really, really frustrates me like seeing all these people with all their money. Like like, how about you just spend more time thinking about money? How about you just spend more time thinking about like, where does my money go? How about you just spend time tracking every single dollar spent like it was like, I don't know, precious, and not trying to get rid of it or spend it as quickly as you can. Like set rules in place. Like I, I will not spend X amount of my weekly income on and towards uh, entertainment. I will not spend X amount of my weekly income on. Uh, rent. I will not spend X amount of my weekly income on a car payment. Like set conditions in place so that you can have the same level of security. And if I just um, just go back to the story that I mentioned earlier, in terms of uh, being you know 14, 15 years old, working at a retail store and earning five, six hundred dollars a week, and feeling the same. Okay. So if if we take that there and we look at why that is. So if we break that down and a look at me 1415 living at my dad's house working a part-time job earning 4 500 maybe 600 bucks a week max and my outgoings, meaning my expenses were essentially nil and whatever contributions I made around the house a little bit here and there were essentially it, okay? So the only money that I really needed was just like discretionary spending on a few different things, my phone bill, um, maybe some fuel for my car when I needed to, like basic, basic, basic uh, utilities. That was it, okay? So um, fast forward to you know making a much, much, much more money. However, making it much more money Hundreds of thousands of dollars, or whatever it might be, currently at the moment, hundreds of thousands per month, um, has also different attachments as well. For example, much more expenses, much more responsibility, much more obligations, uh, much more commitments to a lot more different complexities that make yes, of course, absolutely. Like I'm, I'm, I'm having this higher income, but there's also so much more obligation attached to it, and that's why I say the feeling of it okay, essentially is not dissimilar, right? My income really quite low, uh, my outgoings and expenses, some basic utilities and discretionary spending. My income quite high, um, my outgoings, a lot, staff, payroll, um, utilities, uh, software, subscriptions, client uh, services, there's so many different things that go on and inside an operating uh, company and business and multiple businesses Um that create that same feeling where it's like, well, this feeling is very similar to what was before. Because unless you fundamentally change yourself and get in the position where you change the way that you live based on your environment, because the thing is the amount of money that you earn um, is only going to be good enough for how much you spend. And I just want to explain this. So, if, like I said, my income six hundred bucks a week and my outgoings are you know four hundred and thirty five, four hundred and fifty dollars per week, I'm saving a little bit of money, putting it away, and not really investing, not really doing anything because I don't really know anything about anything. I'm just a dumb fucking idiot, right? And then I'm like thirty years old and I'm putting a lot of money away and I'm saving and I'm investing and I'm like having all these obligations, responsibilities, expenses, all these things. However, it still stresses me out. Okay. So unless, say, for example, using myself, just case in point, point, unless I was to fundamentally change, okay, meaning, for example, um, just completely rip all of my living expenses and my overall cost of life creep completely down to like a, a sub 5,000 per month level, okay, if I did that, if I stripped all of my companies out as absolute bone dry lean as I could, um, if I decided to just go monk mode and never buy anything new and refuse to buy into every, every single possible consumerism focused objective at all ever um, those kinds of things would then have an impact on the freedom that is experienced with the money that is earned. Does that make sense? The only reason that money provides or creates stress for you is because the more you get, the more you spend. So what you need to do, if you have that insecurity, if you have that kind of feeling of like stress, worry, concern, like that, that, that real pit of the gut, like fear, is you need to change the fucking habit. Break the loop, break the cycle, stop doing the things, right? Say no, say no to new clothes. Say no to like buying new things. Um, say no to like going to dinners. Um, say no to like upgrading your phone plan. Every single time you get the message from like Optus or Telstra saying, you are eligible. Oh my God, you've been granted access. Like it's a fucking sales ploy to extract more money out of you. You understand? And and and, and the better you can understand the system, the better you can understand like how you and your relationship to the system needs to change to benefit yourself very very important stuff and i just think that money starting at that money um you know i guess like corner in terms of your own personal skill set it's such a, a, a a fantastic objective because it's so measurable it's so concrete it's so data oriented it's either black or white it's yes or no there is no like did i achieve it is my money situation good like did i hit my goal what is my goal i want to feel happy like what the fuck does happy mean However, if I save 20% of my income every single month or if I save 80% of my income every single month um, and and live off 20% and I invest with that 80% for the entirety of the year, likely I'm going to be in a very, very, very lucrative lucrative position in a very short amount of time. So get down to the basics, right? Get down to the basics. What I started doing was... And if you want this resource, just shoot me a message and I can actually just send it to you. Um, I created this like financial tracking spreadsheet that every single week at the end of each week, I'll sit there and I'll just enter all of my finances in um, different income streams, um, all of my different expenses. And then I'll have like a cut versus keep column, um, which then what I'll do is I'll tick each box. Of like, all right, cool. Is this necessary? Cut, keep, 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 keep. Cut, 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 cut. cut. And it calculates and auto-populates, populates a couple of columns for me, so I can see like, right, I I, I could have saved, or I could have additionally, um, with like, like held onto another eighteen hundred dollars, two thousand dollars, three thousand dollars just this week alone if I didn't do these things here. What were they? How can I make sure they don't happen again? I'm going to get on the phone and cancel these things. I'm going to make some arrangements to not have those things happen. I'm going to organize some particular spending limit on a card so I can't spend that much. Like, what are the things that I can do? Because I know that my overall net position provides security, stability, and long-term kind of like that feeling of safety. And if that's my objective and that's my highest value, then I need to be acting and behaving in that way for a consistent long-term period so that I can actually change, okay? Because like I said, the worst thing is 600 bucks a week, $100,000 a week, a million dollars a week, and it all feels the same. Because all you do is you just build yourself a bigger fucking mouse wheel. Okay. So I hope this has been helpful. I really, really just, I can't stress enough, um, encourage you to get familiar with your finances, track everything as far as your money goes. Um, money, as Grant Cardone says, is like a jealous girlfriend. If you don't give it attention, it leaves you. It's like, all right, I'm out of here. See you later. I'm going to go just be spent. Uh, I'm, 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 I'm out. I'm good. Bye. See ya. Gone. Right? So give it attention, obsess over it, focus on it, track it, measure it. It's like you know the cheating girlfriend, you, where's your phone? Show me your phone. Who are you talking to? What are you going? Where are you going to? Where were you last night? What time did you wake up? Everything. You want to know everything. You want to like really, really, really ratchet down the certainty of how much control you have over this part of your life because it has such powerful impact on so many different subsequent areas. So I hope you enjoyed this episode today. I hope you got some value from this. I hope you can take this and and implement. And like I said, if you do want that spreadsheet to track and manage and measure your finances on a weekly basis, shoot me a DM. I'll, I'll send you that and you can kind of start to do that in the same way that I do. Until then, my friends, um, I hope you enjoyed this. Uh, leave me a review if you enjoyed any part of this or if you thought it was great shoot any different topics or subjects down in the review section below or shoot me a DM on Instagram. Happy to help out and uh, I look forward to speaking to you again next week. Have a fantastic night uh, and bye-bye. That will conclude this evening's entertainment. Thanks for listening to Leap of Faith with Sasha Caravan. Please follow Sasha on socials and leave us a five-star review if you enjoyed this episode.